just like to give a warm welcome to apprentice jockey Holly Watson. Welcome to the 1 1. Thank you, BJ. Thank you for having me. Treble at York on York Cup Day, double at Ascot yesterday. This uh, jockey caper is an easy game, yeah? <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, on days it is, you know, when you've got the good support behind you and getting good rides, it helps a lot. I was just doing some research last night and I see that you only started riding in races, rather, on the 8th of October last year. It's been a pretty yeah. pretty, pretty unreal start to your career, just 30 months uh, race riding. Um to to be riding uh, for a big stable like well apprentice to Simon A Miller to have uh, I think you got five rides on Champion Philly Stakes Day at Ascot on Saturday. Do you need to pinch yourself mm-hmm. by how how well things are are uh, progressing at this stage of your apprenticeship? Oh, hundred percent. I'm so lucky to be in the position that I am and to have so much support behind me. And only obviously we usually started riding race riding a year ago and to be able to move to Simon Miller's and he's just kicked me off like there's no tomorrow. He's just helped me to, to where I am and mentally and physically. So, yeah. When did you decide you wanted to be a jockey? <laughs> oh, I'm going to say three to two years ago. I think I think it was three years ago when I was working in a racing stable with Darren Taylor and I just – he. They sort of recommended it. They were like, oh, you should become a jockey. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And I was small enough and, yeah, I enjoyed the track work and everything like that. I remember having my first gallop and I was like, wow, <laughs> definitely something that I want to do. So there was no no racing background in your family, no connection to the game? No, no connection to the game at all. I never, never really ever watched racing or anything like that, so I have no history so i'm learning everything as i'm going now so there's a lot of people helping me <laughs> i bet that's incredible um so okay so you, from a non-racing background uh you know not even on your radar i suppose how did you end up uh, at darren taylor's racing stables i seen an ad on facebook and i was working at a kebab shop at the time and i wanted another job a little part-time like obviously another job shout out to and, the um, shout out to the kebab shop where was that one uh, skewers. Skewers. <laughs> in Midland. Really? At Midland Gate? Yep. 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 Very yep. good. Shout out to them. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. And then I started only working afternoons and then they introduced me to, they said, oh, do you want to start riding? And I said, oh, yeah, like I know how to ride, but I wasn't obviously riding very well or anything like that. And they taught me how to ride in a pad and, you know, learning how to hold horses and, yeah, just a lot of people when I started riding track work helped me so much. So when, when and, was uh, that? When was that? What year are we talking there, Holly? Uh, look, I'm gone, I was so I moved, I was out of school. Mm-hmm. So 2017, I well, obviously graduated. So 2018 around then. Yep. So that's four. There you go. That's four years. Yeah. So you never ridden. You never ridden pad until. Like three or four years no. ago, right? But no. did you? But you had ridden horses before. Had you done pony club or yeah. anything like that? Yeah, I did a little bit of riding school, but that was about it. I had my own horse for uh, maybe a year, maybe, but I was just too inexperienced at that time. I was only 12, so we um, gave it to someone else, and I've loved horses ever since I was young. I begged my parents to get me one, and obviously when I was 12, they got me one, (laughs) but just still too inexperienced. So you said that you graduated from high school. Did, was uni a, an option? What, what were you What were you thinking before? I guess this 
writing career really sort of fell into your lap in a way? Yeah, well, I didn't really have any idea when I was coming out of school. I wasn't very good at school, so I didn't really want to do anything that had too much work to do, <laughs> like mentally. So, um, so you thought you'd become so, a jockey instead? <laughs> yeah, well, I, then when they explained it to me, I said, oh, yeah, that sounds good, doesn't it? <laughs> but no, I just, I was going to take a gap year, but I just I started working and everything like that. And ever since like working with the horses, I just haven't looked back. Yeah, so it sounds like it. How did you go from what? What was your journey from the early days at Darren Taylor's uh, to, I guess, finding your feet at Simon A. Miller Stables in Ascot? Yeah, so obviously worked for Darren, helped him with the breakers and doing a lot of the racehorses, and um, then I wanted to sort of get to the next level, and he just wasn't obviously didn't want an apprentice at that time. He was only just starting out his training, so um, I spoke to Ron Fleming and just started my way there, started working in Ascot a little bit and then found Campbell McCallum and he helped, he obviously is a former jockey and um, he helped me a lot like throughout my riding and getting through trials and everything like that. But just the thing was the small stable and um, net, wanting to get to where like I want to be, it wasn't really going to work that mm-hmm. way. So I was doing a lot of freelancing and um, Ray Vincent actually said that I should go and talk to Simon and, you know, see that and got the offer to go on loan for three months and I just couldn't. Once the three months was up and Simon said, like, you know, you have a opportunity here, like you can have it if you want and I, I couldn't turn it down. So it was very sad leaving Campbell's and their family but, I had to look at my career, obviously. So yeah, and then Campbell would have done the exact same thing, I imagine. So yeah, um, yeah. So, so you started with Campbell, and then you went to Simon A for a three month yep. loan. We actually were Simon was on the show, I think, back in June, maybe. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I listened. Yeah, and we, I because Terry and I, obviously, we, we watch a lot of races, and we asked him um, about about you and how you were going because just noticed that you'd ridden a few winners, I think maybe at Albany at that stage. Yeah, um, yeah. Maybe for Roy Rogers, a couple of winners there. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I was like, okay, I don't really know a lot about Holly Watson. So we were talking to Simon and he, he gave you a, a good push and, and from there yeah. things really started to click into gear for you. Just going back through your through your record in, on, on Chris, like you were sort of really starting to, to build some momentum uh, mm. winners were starting to flow and then it looks like you had a bit of a break between June and, and September. Was that due to a, a back injury? Yeah, I had a bulging disc in my back. So obviously I was sitting on the sidelines until that got better. That was very painful to watch everyone else ride and obviously I couldn't do anything. But coming back on the, obviously my um, injury, it's been awesome ever since like coming back. I've been recovering quite well and yeah no it was a very hard time <laughs> yeah so was it was that a was that an injury f- like that you incurred in a race or uh track work or was it just was it a was it just an overloading thing what how did how did that come about yeah they said they reckon that i got nicked probably just nicked it a little bit and got it annoyed and then just the constant overload of obviously working riding and everything on top of it it was um it was hurting for quite a while and then I finally got it looked at and they said, yeah, it's a bulging disc. So <laughs> they sat me straight up, 
straight off, no work, no, for three, oh, how long, I can't even, how long was that, June to? Two, two months, it says, your last ride yeah. was on the 25th of July and then you started riding trials again on the 20th of Yeah, uh, so September. yeah, two yeah. months. Yeah. That was really, it was really hard because obviously Simon was just getting me kicking off and then um, to have to sit off the sidelines, he just said, take as long as you need to come back and be ready. Um, don't rush yourself back because if you do, then it will just get worse. So that was a long time. <laughs> so where, what's the status of your, the back injury now? Like are you managing it? Is it still causing you grief? Yeah, no, managing it now, physio's been really awesome. I've been keeping on top of that twice a week. Um, they just, it's gone, the inflammation's gone down in it. It's just obviously managing it now to riding differently and doing things a bit differently so then I don't trigger it back. Yeah, so yeah, you got a you got a long career ahead of you, Holly. So um, I imagine the, uh, the the that's something that needs to be needs to be managed daily and, and looked after, uh, especially just yeah. the, the the stress that uh, riding and wasting and and the um the the grind of of being a jockey can take on your body. My dad my dad was a jockey and I, and I grew up around riders and I've got yeah. some in the family as well. So understand the uh, that the um the physical yeah. demands on on the jockey was that. Was that something that you took for granted? Was that something that surprised you when you became a professional, or is it um, just the the physical demands, the wasting, the all that sort of stuff? Has that been hard to handle, or have you you feel like you've got a good handle on it? Yeah, I've got a pretty good handle on it. It's mentally tough at times, but um, obviously you have to be quite a strong person. And um, yeah, it's just I love the job too much to be to not obviously do any of that. Just get through it. <laughs> Yeah, well, you couldn't have got your comeback, I guess, um, started in a better way. It's a radio, uh, Northern, dollar twenty two. What, what was that like when you missed the kick and you were behind a wall of horses? How, how did it feel on a uh, on a dollar twenty two pop first ride back? Oh, coming obviously coming back from injury, it was. <laughs> he's my favourite horse, so I'm very fondly of him, and um, obviously a bit nervous coming back and being on quite a short price horse. Um, for him to miss the kick and <laughs> throw his head like that, it was a bit of a gaunt. I was like, oh, no, in the run. But then, obviously, when the split come, he just wobbled around a bit because he's got so many gears. I sort of just panicked a bit and should have just got him through a bit more. But he's still such a ripper that he he was able to do that. And then you had to, then you had a few more anxious moments on the Saturday too. You riding another one for your boss, Ginger Flyer, two dollar ten <laughs> pop, and uh, almost similar story. End up in some traffic and had to weave some magic. Yeah, well, it, like obviously, so I said, see how the race plays out, and it um, obviously um, Lisa Staples came around and had to. I had to take a sit at that point, and um, Ginger was happy to take a sit, but it was just obviously trying to find the right run. I thought I could go through there, but it just started. It was just too tight, and then pulled out, and she just found another gear. She certainly did. So, it's it's interesting that you come back, you you, you get yourself out of a, uh, the, I guess with the help of a couple of handy horses, out of a jam, you get the ball rolling straight away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's it's just straight mm. straight back into the winners winners circle. So, I have to ask you, like you you seem like you've got a really 
really balanced and, and um, lovely seat in the saddle, seemed very poised for someone who hasn't been riding very long. Who have been your mentors and, and who have you sort of, I guess, you modelled your style or, or, or uh, anything like that? And, and are you a big watcher of races here and interstate? Yeah, definitely. Obviously, I watch a bit of everyone and try to pick up on, you know, the things that I like. I definitely like Pikey, how the way that he just, like, guides them through the gears to get them to the top, to then they let completely down. And um, Jamie and Oliver as well, Jamie Carr, just a lot of that. I like the balancing and getting them balanced up, and that's a big thing that Simon says is get them balanced and get them around and then ask for them, like, that definitely the main thing um but yeah no just obviously because like you said i haven't been riding for very long it's hard to i'm trying to pick everyone's styles and put mine together mm. and simon and i were just only just having a chat about it yesterday and yeah he's he's happy with the way that i'm going but yeah yeah, I um, no, you should be like it's 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 very rare to for for young riders to come in and look as um as neat and balanced and composed in the saddle as you do. I noticed yesterday you even got the stick in the left hand out. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, yeah, had to had to do that because I didn't do it on one of the bosses, and yeah, should have won. And you know, now I've just been going. No, put it in the left. Put it in the left. So if I can put it in the left, then people. We'll start noticing that, then you know, hopefully, can get a few more rides. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. So you've speak, you've mentioned your boss, si, Simon A. Miller, quite a lot. Can you tell us a little bit about him and, and your relationship? Yeah. Well, when I first came, I was a bit bit nervous and a bit quiet. But then I come out of my show, and he did. Well, obviously, he's quite a bubbly person. So, no, he's been. I can't thank him enough for how much he's helped me um, and given me the rides that he has and having the faith in me to, you know, get those wins from coming back from an injury. But, no, he's been the biggest help. He's a, he's a funny guy to have around the table. <laughs> he keeps you on your toes, but he's always after the races and before the races he'll call me um, or talk and just plan out a bit of the race, a bit of form. And then after the race, he'll tell me what I did good and what I need to work on. So, no, he's he's just awesome. How do you handle the constructive criticism, Holly? Oh, really good. I take a lot of it on board. That's what Simon says, that when he gives me that, that I'll take it on board and to put it into the next race, into the next meeting, and he, that's what he's really happy with. Yeah. Now you're on a, on a steep learning curve and it looks like you're enjoying every every moment of it. I guess it helps when you're when you're riding winners and they're they're starting to flow, but it uh, it does seem that you're really enjoying the uh, the decision that you made to become an apprentice jockey. What are some of the the other challenges that face young people getting into the racing game? Um, how old are you? Twenty twenty one. Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. So, yeah. and I guess like for young people looking to become jockeys or involved in thoroughbred horse racing, what are some of the challenges that, that you face and what are, I guess what are some of the, the benefits and positives that you've encountered? Yeah, well, it's hard to have a bit of a social life outside of racing. Your life turns into racing, which obviously I love. Um, friends from school and stuff like that, we sort of distance just because I work a lot of the time. Um it's an awesome game to get into if you want to work work hard and everything like that. And when you do work hard, you get the results. Um, the money side's good. So. 
but no, it's it, it's just, you know, if you love the horses, it's such a passion. And to be able to connect with them, well, with most of them, the way that you do is uh, amazing and in how they can do what we ask them to do is incredible. So do you? Th- I'm fascinated by this. Do you think that you, by being able to ride horses, high quality horses, I imagine that you do. You, do you get to take some of the Simon's good ones out uh, for a spin around at track work? Yeah, yeah. yeah so, that was. So what, what's it? What's it like when you, when you're able to transition to a stable with those type of, I guess, um, thoroughbreds underneath you? Get to have a really good handle on what good work is, uh, what good horses feel like. It mu- must be an advantage. Oh, hundred percent. Gives you a good guide on them and. Um, obviously learn the feel of good horses so I remember my first gallop I had and I was like oh, I was blown away just with how well um, the horse worked and that just blew my mind <laughs> found found a whole nother love for it so yeah so the connection with the horse I mean you said that you've always loved horses uh, what do you, do you feel like you can be, uh, this might be sound a silly question, but do you, do you feel like having that real love and affinity for the horse itself uh, is another another advantage that you that you have in, in your apprenticeship? Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think so. Like you have to love the horse. Like yeah. if you don't love the horse, you don't love the game and you don't connect with them the same way and obviously – all, I'm all about praise with the horse. They, you know, when they've done a great job of um, winning and everything like that, it's yeah, it's amazing. Very good. All right, so we've got five rides, Champion Phillies Stakes Day this Saturday at Ascot. Um, yep. How? I mean, obviously, you're heading to Belmont today. I think you got one or two today. Yeah, I got one today. One today. Yeah. What's uh, so? What What's the preparation look like ahead of? Uh, a big day at Ascot, carnival time, uh, five five good rides. What's uh, what's the week look like for Holly Watson leading into race day? Well, obviously I have my no have Wednesday Thursday meetings and um, obviously work throughout the week. Uh, she had a day off a week, which is good, and I appreciate that a lot. It makes you refresh and um, get back onto it. Um, I sort of obviously work in the morning, four till eight nine some days but um then i'll come home get ready for the races have a sweat if i need to have a sweat and then head to the races for the day so i eat pretty cleanly because when coming back from injury i was a bit heavy so i had to get that under under control and now i've got it under control it's really good you got a 53 and a half minimum riding weight is that right yeah yeah i think i'm going to drop it to 53 again that's what i started with but when I came back from injury, I put it up to 54 just so um, I wasn't like bustling myself to get down to that. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm happy happy with how my weight is at the minute. Excellent, excellent. All right, so let's have a chat about Saturday. Race one, you're riding Vain Tempest for Paige Kenny, uh, a stable and a set of colours that you've had a bit of success with in the past. <laughs> yeah, the little poker face. Yeah, no, yes. Paige has been really good. I obviously got a win for her yesterday, so get to ride the the big girl. Uh, we had a bit of a misstart last. Yeah, can start. you tell us what up? Can you tell us what happened last Thursday? Yeah, she just got a little bit worked up behind the gates and kicked out at the fence, and um, just I think she cut her, her leg. So 
yeah. What are you What are you thinking, Saturday? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking. Obviously, we'll have a. I've got a bit more of a um, guide on her now, so I'll keep her away from the fence. It's obviously that no white flag is the one to beat. So, mm-hmm. I think I can slide it. Obviously, if she jumps, I'll slide across to the top and happy to sit outside if I need to. Yeah, she's a she's a tough. Tough horse on her day, Van Tempest. A lot of ability, so nice yeah. ride to kick things off. And then I see this is good. You've got a you've got a uh, you got a ride for your old boss, Campbell yeah. McCullum. <laughs> I do, I do. Yeah, no, really good. Um, I've won on this horse before, and he did. He won quite good last start. So down in the weights, and hopefully you run a cheeky race. Yeah, I think he he tracked the fence last night, as, and you got gate one on Saturday as well. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. He sort of dive through along the fence. That's trade prize in the West Speed Platinum Series heat. And then, uh, and then a uh, few of your rides for your bosses kick in here. So race three, you're riding Son of a God for Simon O. Yes, yes, we got Son of a God. Hopefully, we can. Um, they're going to get a win with him. It's, there'll be a bit of speed in it. Will Chino triple triple missile be the ones to beat? So mm-hmm. hopefully, you can run a good race. Simon A. Again, you're back on board, Ginger Flyer, looking to ride this mare to three straight wins. Race four. Yeah. I'm very excited for this one. You know, she's just turned a corner. I think I think she's happy sitting and she actually relaxes quite well. Firstly, everyone was saying that she's only a leader and mm-hmm. she can only lead. So when she did sit and kick like that, it was quite a good feel. And last start as well did the same. And just, yeah, hopefully I can um, get in from the wide gate because she just jumped so quickly as well. I'm, I'm hoping that I'll be able to. Yeah, it was interesting. You're right. Make a good point. She was basically pigeonholed as a leader, wasn't she? Uh, find yeah. the front, dictate, yeah. and, and see how you go over 1400. But mm-hmm. uh, the day that um, you sort of you got stuck behind horses and had to get out was it was it showed a bit of a different side to her, didn't it? Where she was able to accelerate, pick up, and um, and uh, and win. And then even last start, she sort of was going to be challenged by. The horse of I think it was Fashion Queen by Bob Peters's horse, and then she sort of found another gear late and and um, sort of stretched clear. So yeah, um, yeah, no. yeah, So she's she's becoming a lot more versatile the older she gets. Ginger Flyer. Yeah, so. definitely. The stable was um, two of the stable hands were like, well, she thought she could only lead. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, okay. really good. And this is this is this is a real fascination for me. Uh, obviously, you're going. You must be going mighty well because. Adam Durant and the connections of one of the most, um, I guess, uh, temperamental horses in Western Australia. They've thrown you the reins to this will test you. They um, have, yes. Well, well yes. named and um, you're going to have some fun riding her on Saturday, Holly. What, what, what have they told you about this will test you? I've spoken to a few of the jockeys and um, obviously she's quite temperamental and we know she's got barrier <laughs> issues, but right, Um Hopefully, I can work with her and we can get to the top and she can get a win on board. That would be lovely. I'd love to win on her. So. I bet. That would be a feather in the cap. So yeah, when, yeah, when, they rang, when they rang you up to book you for this will test you, did, was there any hesitation or did you just lock it in? <sighs> I had the ride on Taj Marley. But yes, I see that. Yeah, Yeah, I, I chose this will test you because obviously Adam's giving me quite a good chance and um, putting me on a lot of horses and especially on Saturdays in an apprentice cup and so it yeah I chose to go with Adam's horse 
Very good. Oh, well, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna have some fun spinning around. Yeah. This will test you on Saturday. Hey, Ollie, good luck. Five five uh, rides at um, Carnival Time at Ascot. You must really, as I said before, you must really be pinching yourself. Before I let you go, what 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 does the future look like for for Holly Watson? Do you have any sort of medium long term goals that uh, that 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 uh, that you've put you that you've put on the table? Um, what's uh, what um, what are you thinking about your apprenticeship moving forward? Right, lots of winners. <laughs> no, I, I don't. I haven't thought about it too much. I want to obviously get my style right and everything mm-hmm. like that. Um, I'm obviously just following behind Simon and just want obviously what please Simon and stuff like that. So I just guess ride winners at the minute. So maybe if we speak again, maybe I might have a different. <laughs> well, I mean, you're only you're only you're only twelve months in, so yeah, ride uh, yeah. r- ride lots of winners sounds like a pretty good motto, really. And uh, you're doing a good job of that. Before, yeah. uh, last thing, will we? There's uh, I know there's lots of people who love to have a bed in Geraldton's and your uh, and your Albany's this this summer. Will we be seeing you in the outer provincials, or will you be sticking closer to home over the uh, over the summer months? Yeah, well, um, Saturdays I'm obviously going to try to stay at Ascot if there's any other meetings, but um, I'm going to Albany on Sunday, so I'm happy to ride at the other places. It's just on Saturdays I I would like to stay at Ascot. Very good, very good. Holly, it's been tremendous chatting to you here on the 1-1. Thanks for giving up your time on a race day. Very much appreciated. And, yeah, it's been it's been awesome watching you uh, watching you ride over the last 12 months and uh, breath of fresh air for the WA Racing Games. So uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, BJ. I really appreciate chatting with you. Alrighty, good luck on the weekend. Thank you.